Hey friend, it's episode 391 of the Keto Diet Podcast. Today I'm talking with my friend Rain Holton. Her and I have been crushing on root causes here for a couple of years and we've known each other a while. Uh, she's from Michigan. She studied as an IHP. She studied Masters of Blood Chemistry with Emily Morrow and she has a dog named Chloe and she loves listening to music and she's had mold illness like me and she's just such a great a great human it's been such an honor to get to know her and now work with her so a couple of months ago I realized that I just I couldn't take on any more one-on-one clients my calendar is full for the rest of 2022 and I knew that I wanted to have somebody on the team that could start taking clients who I trusted I knew I I knew that they would have similar training and rain never crossed my mind because she's a friend and she has her own business and it just, it didn't even occur to me, but I reached out to rain and I said, Hey rain, do you know of anyone who could take on clients and work with me? And she's like, uh, yeah, me. And I was like, Oh, thank the Lord. This is, this is just perfect timing because I've known her for so long and I trust her immensely. She's such a go-getter. She's, she's just a wonderful human. And I'm so glad to have her on the show today to talk about root causes. We're going to be talking a lot about root causes. And I wanted to take some time before we touch on that to kind of go through what a root cause is and kind of what we're talking about here. So if you've been diagnosed with things like anemia or atherosclerosis or lymph issues, keratosis pilaris, interstitial cystitis, seborrheic dermatitis, essential tremor, eye twitches, shingles, Hashimoto's, adrenal dysfunction, what else? Hormonal headaches, hypoglycemia, fatigue, infertility, low libido, lead toxicity, epilepsy, diarrhea, gingivitis, you get the idea, okay? The illnesses have a root cause. And oftentimes when we ask our practitioners and we're like, why did this happen? You know, my mom is going through some pretty severe health issues right now. I'd love to have her on the podcast to talk about them at some point. She's been on the podcast previously talking about all sorts of things and she's such a strong woman. I I really hope she agrees to share her story on here. So I don't want to give too much away without her permission, but we go to her doctor and we get a, we have a lot of doctor's appointments for everything going on. And we finally, after four years fought to get a diagnosis and we assumed that it was going to be this, but it's great to have a diagnosis. And we asked the doctor, why did this happen? And they say, I don't know. And so root cause really gives us some answers as to what is at the root of some of these big issues, what's happening here. And in the past, you know, this is the keto diet podcast. A lot of the stuff that we experience is due to our food and our food choices. And it is so incredibly empowering, as you know, and freeing to understand how to feed yourself. But there are more than just diet root causes. And today, Rain and I are going to break some of that down, talk about drainage pathways, talk about symptoms, and another way of addressing symptoms, aka not chasing them. Issues with only meeting with your practitioner for 30 minutes every three months. 
consistency and how to be persistent as it comes to your functional medicine and functional care, how trauma affects your physical health and so much more. I'm so excited to share this podcast episode with you. So we will talk about this in the episode, but I just want to highlight this because it's really exciting and I'm so thankful that Rain and I have set this up. Um, is that Rain is a coach on the Healthful Pursuit Wellness team. So after listening to today's episode, if you're like, Rain is awesome, I want to work with her, I'll include a link in the show notes. We've also included links to her Instagram and other things. So go ahead and check that out. And without further ado, here is Rain Holton. Welcome to the Keto Diet Podcast, the show all about keto for women so you can burn fat, balance your hormones, and heal your body. Starting and maintaining keto can be challenging without the right support. So just for listening to the podcast, I want to give you 20% off the keto beginning with the coupon code KETOPODCAST. That's all one word. This 30-day program gives you a clear step-by-step how-to so you can quickly adapt to a ketogenic diet, avoid common struggles, and get the results you crave. Go to help healthfulpursuit.com slash begin to get your keto beginning discount today. If you're new around these parts, I'm Leanne Vogel. You may know me as the international bestselling author of The Keto Diet, founder of happyketobody.com, or maybe you know me as the nutritionist that likes dipping pork rinds in avocado oil mayo. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, Rain. How's it going? Good, Leanne. How are you doing? I'm so good. This is okay. We've been Instagram friends for a really long time. This is the first time we've had a conversation back and forth like this. It's kind of weirding me out. I know it's like weird too because we're like recording and I'm like, are we on a phone conversation or what? Because I got headphones on. It's awesome. It's awesome. We have known each other for a while. I don't even know how it happened. Um, you have my book and then we just started talking and we talk almost every day about root cause stuff and all the things. And a couple, I guess a couple months ago now, I was like, Rain, do you know anyone that can help me with my clients? Because I have so many and they're coming in and I don't know what to do. And Rain was like, I can help. And now you're on the Helpful Pursuit Wellness team. And this is just so cool to have you coaching clients and working with me. It's so fun. I know I was so excited when you like sent me that message. I was like, do I say that I'm interested? But why wouldn't I if I, why wouldn't I say it if I am interested? So I was like, I'll tell her like, hey, what about me? But if not, I can keep my eyes out. And you're like, okay. (laughs) And here we are. And here we are. So I just did like your official Rain Holton bio situation. But can you tell us in a few words, like who you are, what you do and what you're about? Yeah, so I am a licensed esthetician, which a lot of people actually don't know what that is. So it's like a division of cosmetology where you're licensed just to work on the first layer of the skin. Turned (laughs) root cause, integrative health practitioner, mastering blood chem with Emily, specializing kind of in like blood chemistry, mold, just root cause overall. Yeah, I love that. And you have a personal experience with all of this right? Oh gosh. Yeah. And it's just crazy how it all worked out. It was really what made me like have the personal experiences. When I first started my business as an esthetician, I worked in a moldy basement. 
And it literally made me so sick so slowly that I didn't even realize it. What was like the trigger? So we know that when you're exposed to just a tiny bit of mold, a lot of people don't even realize. I know I didn't. I lived in a moldy house for a bunch of years. And one day when we were renovating the home, I, I couldn't get out of bed and I was a hot rack and I didn't know what was going on. Well, turns out we've been living in mold for like, I don't know, almost 10 years, not even knowing it. And so what was that reaction for you? Like, when did you start to say, oh, wait, maybe it's my work that's making me sick. What was that like? Oh my gosh, this is the craziest thing is I didn't even realize until like three, maybe four months after I left that that's what it was. Because as it was happening, I was chalking it all up to stress. Like <laughs> I had lost control of one of my hands for a minute. I fainted randomly at work and everybody was like, whoa. And I'm just like, what just happened? Like, I don't know. I got lightheaded after I walked up the stairs and fell down. I developed allergies quote unquote, you know, allergy like symptoms and like chronic pain that was like literally debilitating to where I was on like what this was before I found root cause. So 1200 milligrams of Aleve daily. And the doctor just keep told, told, just kept telling me to take it. And so I can't even tell you how much Aleve I took every day. And I had like no idea what I was doing to myself. And I was like, watching Instagram stories. And one of my instructors for one of my lash courses was talking about how she has Hashimoto's. And I didn't really even know what that was at the time. And then like literally a week later, I was looking through an essential oil book I have on young living oils. And for some reason, this book has like what oils to use for health conditions. And it described Hashimoto's. And I was like, ah, oh. I was like, I feel like those are the symptoms I'm describing. So I contacted my instructor and I was like, yo, can you talk to me about some personal stuff that I saw you post on Instagram? And she's like, yeah, of course. So we had a phone call um, and she referred me to her naturopath, which is the first time I ever got the look at root cause. Wow. I mean, I'm proud of you that you didn't realize until months after being exposed to mold. Mine's like four years after. I'm like, wait. Oh, that's what that was. Yeah, that was mold. So <laughs> it's good that you like, it was just a couple of months and that you had somebody in your life to speak into it. Was that one of the driving factors to going back to school and doing all the root cause stuff so that you could educate others? Yeah, absolutely. So I like, I had already moved out of that workplace because of the pandemic, which was like, to me, like, a horrible thing to happen to the world, right? But it was a blessing in disguise because it got me out of that place and I didn't even realize it. So, you know, I started just digging deeper and like I felt like the protocols that I was put on from the naturopath wasn't sufficient for myself at the time. I think that they're great protocols and I still use some of the stuff that she implemented um, with either myself or my clients. But what happened is like, when you feel so horrible, you don't even know what symptoms you have. Like you're so deep in the hole where it's like, you know, she kept asking me these different questions. and I'm like, no, no, no. And then she was like, you know, well, you need to do a mold test. And I'm like, I don't have mold. Like, I don't need to do a mold test. Like, I don't even know what you're talking about. It took like three, two to three visits with her for her to actually get me to do the mold test. Cause I'm definitely someone who 
likes to not necessarily like to, but I learned the hard way on things. And I did the mold test and it showed like super high kind of, but not as high because my drainage pathways weren't open. Like I never even knew that I was constipated. Wow. Wow. And I think the not feeling the symptoms piece is really, really important. Oftentimes if I'm onboarding, like welcoming a client and I'm starting to work with them and I, and they fill out some forms and things and they literally have no symptoms. And I ask them like, so why are you here today? What they're like, I just feel like something's off, but I don't know. And they just can't, they don't feel their body. They're completely numb to it. They know something's wrong or maybe there's like one issue. But as we start to work together, all of a sudden they start feeling everything, (laughs) which like, did you go through that where all of a sudden you're like, wow, actually, whoa, I am actually feeling all these things. How did I hold on to all of this stuff without even feeling it? What was that? Did that happen? Yeah, it was crazy. Like, because honestly, I had never really taken supplements before other than like a probiotic and like CBD oil. Other than that, like I've never taken like targeted supplements because when we do these protocols, when you're given supplements, they're for a reason. So to go after something or to help with something. So the first time I, the first day I took them, I was like, holy crap. Like I can't even believe how good I feel. Like how bad did I feel? And then this like, was it the third dose of the second day? Like one of my symptoms I've had, I don't even know how long, probably since I was in like grade school, it's heartburn. And I had taken like my second day dose of all my supplements, which was like six different things. I literally took my supplements, went to the bathroom, brushed my teeth, walked out. And for some reason they came projectile right out of my throat and like they were like partly digested and they like stained our carpet because one of them was like a binder. So it was black. And I was like, what is going on? (laughs) So like, it was definitely hitting something that I needed to hit, but my body was like, ah. Yeah. And that's like, that's such an important piece to touch on is that I talked about this recently on Instagram too, is like, Oftentimes when you're addressing root causes, meaning parasites, mold, lime, metals, chemicals, really, when we say root cause, what we're really meaning is like most of this stuff, oh, including trauma, is it the root cause of many imbalances, including adrenal fatigue, quote unquote, Hashimoto's, which you mentioned I mean, the list goes on and on and on if you just think of so many different things, okay? So oftentimes the body doesn't want to be, like, it's hard and you're not going to feel great through that process. And it sounds like you touched on something and your body just totally spazzed out. And mine did that recently when I was addressing Marcons in my sinuses from living in molds for almost 10 years. And my body was not happy. Like I had a fever last night and it was just not a good situation, but it's just your body going through the process of getting rid of this stuff. And it's not always a bad thing if you start to feel stuff. Would you agree? Absolutely. You know, I try to like have that conversation with my clients, especially like ones who are, has been sick for so long that they start feeling good, but then we start killing things and like going after different pathogens and then they feel bad and they get discouraged. And I'm like, but no, 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 no. Like you have to understand this is, this is good. Like we're getting rid of things and you're feeling it. (laughs) 
Let's talk about period pain. The most common over-the-counter medication for occasional menstrual discomfort are non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs or NSAIDs, like ibuprofen. They inhibit an enzyme COX-2 involved in the production of prostaglandins, which is how NSAIDs help reduce inflammation, pain, cramping, and heavy menstrual bleeding. However, they also inhibit COX-1, which can result in stomach and digestive symptoms like heartburn, gas, and bloating. NSAIDs do provide occasional relief for sure. However, it's best to pursue natural alternatives to avoid unwanted side effects. So what's the number one alternative that I suggest for my clients? CBD. The mechanism behind CBD's purported effectiveness in relieving period pain lies in the endocrinoidal system, or ECS. The ECS was discovered in the 1990s and is a collection of cellular receptors that are found throughout the body, including the brain, the immune system, and the female reproductive tract including the ovaries and uterus. Our own bodies produce a cannabinoid, possibly in response to estrogen levels, which binds these receptors and influences our moods, reproductive system, immunity, and inflammation. And binding to receptors in the reproductive system, cannabinoids from CBD may lead to relief from menstrual and pelvic pain, GI symptoms, migraines, and menstrual headaches, anxiety, irritability, and other common PMS symptoms. So which CBD is best? Because like everything, there is a lot of garbage CBD on the market. I go with Eaton Hemp. I've been using their CBD oil for a couple of years and it's the only one that works well for myself, my family, my dog. Love the stuff. When you go to eatonhemp.com slash keto diet, you will save 25% with the code keto diet and you'll be given a 30 day money back guarantee. Doesn't work for you? Get your money back. Use the code keto diet at eatonhemp.com slash keto diet. Completely. Yeah, totally. And some of the, some of the issues, I mean, there's just so many, but like varicose veins, oh my gosh, tinnitus, cysts, HPV, Crohn's, like any come to mind where you're like, yeah, like there's just so many things that have roots in mold, metals, chemicals, all the quote unquote root causes that we're speaking about. Yeah. Like, and like, especially like Lyme, like I feel like Lyme is first of all, so con- controversial because I don't think it's controversial, but because of the whole, you know, the Western medicine type situation where they don't even recognize it unless it's an acute infection. And like everyone, like when they're searching for practitioners, I always have people come to me like, do you work with people with Lyme? Do you work with people with Lyme? And I'm like, Lyme is is it a pu- is a puzzle but there's a lot of pieces and i feel like there's just some things that people really miss and they miss the trauma aspect of lyme so much and it's so understandable because i mean if you're going to see a doctor or a functional medicine doctor like how long is your appointments with them how many patients are they seeing do they have that time and like can they dig for that trauma piece or can you see like a different type of practitioner to help figure out what that is because the longer you work with these clients you can see the more root causes even just like if you interact with them on social media or if you're just chatting with them or they're having a struggle in their healing journey like you can start to just see more of the root causes the closer your relationship is with them I'm so glad you touched on that piece because I 
I ha- I've had all sorts of practitioners in my personal life, you know, trying to figure out when I, when I had that mold exposure, I didn't know what was going on. I was going to a, I don't even know what kind of doctor they were. It was like a naturopath, but not, Oh, an osteopath. That's it. An osteopath who did some other stuff. And he was like, your adrenals are shot. We don't know why. So let's just get you on all this stuff. And like, it didn't help. And I think if he would have just done a thorough history with me and like gone through things and asked questions and spent a ton of time with me. Like, I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you because we work together, but I mean, we spend at least two hours per client. Like it is very, 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 like it just doesn't happen. I always spend two hours with a client and so much comes out in those two hours and you get to know these people so well. And that's, I think what you touched on too, is like a lot of people, like it's a blessing. If you know that you have Lyme, that's one thing. But if you come to me with depression, sleep problems, heart symptoms, fatigue, autoimmunity, gastrointestinal issues, uh, gastrointestinal issues, rather bladder irritation, joint pain, anxiety, brain fog, you know where I'm going with this. I mean, that's Lyme. (laughs) Like those are shared symptoms of Lyme and co-infections, but people will just say, Oh, I'm just really anxious. Well, let's go through your history. Let's figure this out. And when did it start? And it really requires more than a 10 minute, even 30 minute. I mean, it's just not possible. It's just, (laughs) I don't know how, how you can figure out a person in 30 minutes. Right. And especially like when they're dealing with something where they feel so horrible, like it's just a different level of like 30 minutes. Like even the way that you and I practice with clients, I feel like it's still different than a lot of practitioners. Like we don't just do a 30 minute phone call because you can't always get everything from the client in that time. Yes. Yes. And something, so this was one of the things I think that made Rain and I just really appreciate each other. At least I did, because when you were getting started with your practice, you had finished IH, IHP, right? That's what it's called. IHP. Yeah. Yeah. So you had finished IHP, you're getting going with your clients and we're talking back and forth. And I'm like, yeah, I don't actually talk to my clients on the phone. And you're like, what? Neither do I. I'm like, yeah. And so we really connected that way. And a lot of, a lot of people that come to work with me are kind of like, what do you mean? We don't talk on the phone. How's this going to work? And what we do is send audio messages and text messages back and forth. And I, I am always one for like being the most thorough, like if there's a process that makes things better, I will always do it. If you've read any of my books, you can see that that is just the type of person I am. And when I switched my practice over to text only with audio messages, it made a world of difference for understanding people's histories and having them, you know, we'll ask a question and then we'll wait and they'll text back and they'll get to think about it and they'll process it. And everything is documented like that process. I mean, it's night and day difference. Like, I don't know if I will ever go back to phone calls. Would you agree? Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. And some of it's like, you know, I like to like do process of elimination or mark things off or group symptoms. Cause it's like the root causes, there could be overlapping. It could be mold and Lyme. They can mimic each other. And like you said, like you have everything documented. So we don't miss something. Like if I were to do like a 30 minute or 60 minute video or phone call with somebody, I'm not going to be able to 
write down what they said. I'm not going to have that. And what am I going to do? Record our consults to go back and listen for an entire hour. Like that would be crazy when we could just have it in front of us. Yes. It's so true. I can't tell you how many times I like search through our conversations to find things and review it. It's just, it's such a more thorough process. And I, I love that about us <laughs> because it just it works it works so well and I think if there are any practitioners listening and you're like there's no way this works we I challenge you like choose a client and say hey do you want to go to text only and just see how it works and I I can just about guarantee like it'll be better it will be better <laughs> like it will be better so there was something you said a little bit ago when you were working with the naturopath and your drainage wasn't open when you were getting the mold test, somebody may have heard that and been like, what's a drainage being open? Can you explain what that means? So can we just backtrack a little bit and talk about drainage pathways and like what you meant by that? Absolutely. So this is like one of my favorites, of course. So I was just like, I just had this like intuitive feeling where I'm like, I just don't feel like this protocol is like right for me at this moment. And of course, you know, there's all these modalities. So I'm on Instagram and I'm searching and I keep seeing this hashtag kill, bind, sweat, kill, bind, sweat, kill, bind, sweat. And I'm, it's kind of like censored on Instagram because obviously it says kill. Um, so I'm like, what the heck is this? So I'm clicking and I'm like, Oh, this page is cool. And it's like all this natural stuff. And I'm just like, oh, that's cool. And I'm like, oh, that toothpaste looks cool. So I order this toothpaste, this biocidin toothpaste. And I was like, I feel like I need that. And then like the next day, I'm like thinking about what I saw on the Instagram page. And I'm like, I feel like I need to find that person again. I was like, it was kill, bind, sweat. So I search it again. And I was like, okay, here's the page again. So I follow it. And it was Dr. Jessica Petros. So if you don't know her, she's like drainage doc lime mold and she created the kill bind sweat protocol so the hashtag is all over instagram but like i was scrolling through the page and there is this post that like totally changed all of the thoughts i had about health and it was uh i have to remember word from word but it's like it had it crossed out you are what you you are what you eat and it crossed it out it says you are what you cannot eliminate or release and when I saw that, it made so much sense of everything that was happening. And the caption went into detail about drainage pathways that our organs, yes, our liver detoxes for us. But if it's bogged down with toxins, toxic emotions, it's not going to be able to filter things like it's supposed to. And that goes for the same with our other detox organs. So our liver, our kidneys, our lymph the glymphatic system, the colon. <laughs> Completely. Skin. Yep. The skin. So like diving deeper into drainage pathways, literally every drainage pathway I had was blocked. So basically my liver was not functioning well. And it's kind of hard to, ex hard to explain to people what that like feels like. Like you're not digesting food. You have like spurts of anger and you don't know why. Like you're like, where is this coming from? Like I'm not an angry person. I couldn't sweat. Like I remember, I don't know when it started, but I just wouldn't, didn't sweat. Didn't sweat on my armpits. Didn't sweat anywhere. Like super chronic constipation. Um, and I was puffy. So that's like a sign of like your lymph not moving. 
And my kidneys, they were probably working because I was constantly urinating from being exposed to mold. But other than that, like every drainage pathway I had was blocked and I didn't have any energy. So I know my mitochondria were in the toilet. Wow. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember how I learned about the liver and just the overall processing. One of the first things I learned about drainage pathways is the very chemicals that your liver needs to detoxify and its role is to detoxify these chemicals. Those same chemicals are the ones that block your liver from detoxing those chemicals. And it was like this light bulb went off and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I think I've been missing something. And I, there are these key times in my life where I've discovered something new. I remember the day that I discovered keto and I was like, wait, what? There's this whole way of eating that can support my hormones and get my period back. Uh, yeah. Why didn't anyone tell us about this? And same with detoxification. And I mean, I used to listen to uh, Wendy Myers years and years and years ago. And I was like, what is she blabbing on about all this detoxing stuff and hair tissue mineral analysis? And I'm so thankful I don't have that. I even had Dr. Jess Petros on the show to talk about killbine sweat in 2020. She was talking about parasites and heavy metals and viruses and mold. And I was like, thank goodness, I am not one of those people. All I have is busted adrenals. My <laughs> hormones are completely messed up. I can't lose weight. I have anxiety. I get angry all the time. I've been crying chronically constipated 20 years, but it's just my hormones, you know, like when, like, wake up, (laughs) let's go. There's, there's a reason behind this. And unfortunately, and I know you and I have talked about this so much. Unfortunately, the medical system wants to keep us sick. I think that's pretty clear that like we are valuable when we're on a ton of different medications, when we don't have answers. And this is one of those times of like, wait a minute, I think I have it all wrong. And I need to go deeper into this. So I think one of the areas as people start to address root causes and the things we're talking about, you mentioned it earlier, and I kind of want to dive down into it is supplements for a reason. And I, when I first started root causes, I was like, I have my multi and I have my probiotic and I have my fish oils (laughs) and you know, the like collection of things that we take. And it's a supplement that we take forever. And this mindset shift of being on protocols and only doing a supplement for like a couple of months and then (gasps) not taking it anymore. And that was a huge shift for my mind and a huge shift for my practice Um, Can we talk a little bit about that and kind of what you've discovered that those supplements for a time and a season? Yeah, of course. So I don't know exactly what you're, I think you're similar to mine is like an additionalist or a subtractionist. So do we need to add something to the body to get it better? Or do we need to take something out of the body that doesn't belong? And I'm definitely... I could be in the middle depending on the person, but I'm more of a subtractionist now in the toxic world we live in. Is there something in the body that doesn't belong that's causing these imbalances? Because the body was created perfect. It's man and the toxins who are making it dysfunctional. So like targeted supplementation is what I focus on with clients versus like just randomly throwing supplements at symptoms because I think one thing that people forget in this space is just because it's root cause and holistic does not mean they're getting to the root cause because you can throw supplements at symptoms just like you can throw pain medication at pain. So people are like, oh, heartburn, you know, 
just digestive enzyme, digestive enzyme. But do you ever think there's something there in there causing the heartburn or that the body is in sympathetic dominance causing the heartburn because we don't have any stomach acid because the body is so stressed? So I try to talk to my clients and friends and educate about like targeted supplementation. So, you know, supplements to open drainage, to get the bile flowing, to get the lymph flowing, supplements to get parasites out, supplements that scrub the gut to pull parasites out, you know, binders. I'm super big on binders and pulling out heavy metals, pulling out chemicals, that kind of thing versus just... Well, first of all, self-treating and just taking a bunch of supplements because you, an influencer said you should. <laughs> or, you know, just throwing supplements at symptoms versus like, why are you actually recommending this, this supplement in a protocol? I remember when my husband and I bought our first RV, I was really pumped about having a little cubby in the RV dedicated to snacks. I really love snacks and throughout my ketogenic life, I know what they say. You don't even need to snack. You're so free, free from food, but I, I like snacking. I really enjoy snacks. And up until a couple of years ago, my snacks really were comprised of bars, like protein bars and nut butter packets. But when Paleo Valley came out with their meat sticks, game changer. I love, 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 love Paleo Valley meat sticks for so many different reasons, including the fact that they travel well. They're packed with probiotics. They're fermented beef sticks. They're not those chewy jerky like sticks and meat bars that are just gross. Oh, I don't enjoy those very much. They're soft and good and the flavors are on point. Mm, I'm honestly just salivating thinking about it. You can go to paleovalley.com and use the coupon code KETO, all in caps, to receive 15% off your first order. Again, that's paleovalley.com all uppercase keto is the coupon code to receive 15% off your order. Definitely load up on those sticks. They're some of my favorite snacks. Well, one of my favorite snacks. I have two in my purse all the time. I've shared them with friends and family, gotten everyone in love with these things. They're so tasty. Your kids are going to love them. Your husband's going to love them. You're going to love them. They're really, really good. And they have some really great subscription products up there to save a good amount of money on these sticks. So again, that's paleovalley.com, coupon code keto. Enjoy. Completely. Yeah. I, oftentimes, so I've been, I've been so, oh, I'm so thankful. I've been attracting a lot of women who have been on a mold protocol for quite some time, more of an allopathic type of mold protocol. And they're on things like cholestyramine and well call and all like just big protocols of like 40 plus supplements. Like these ladies have Excel spreadsheets. 40? Of 40, 40 plus. Oh, easily. They have literally have an Excel spreadsheet of all the things they're on. And our first session, I'm like, okay, over the next six months, my goal is to get you to like 10. 
<laughs> because you can't, you can't like to just say, we're going to get you off everything. I mean, the anxiety that they have is just too much. So I'm like, over the next six months, we're going to get you down to 10 supplements. And they're like, there's no way I need all of these. My blah, blah, blah said, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, no, I swear to you less is more. I swear. And that is one of my most favorite shifts to like, get them out of the mindset of your body. Your body's so weak. It needs all of these things. It's like, your body just needs to be pushed in the right direction, just a little nudge. And you right. don't need 40 supplements to do it. You should not have an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> 40. Can you even digest that many? Are they even oh. getting digested? Probably not. That's so many. That's so many. Oh. It's not okay. <laughs> and it's like, okay, like one person put them, put you on all those because that is very concerning. It's so concerning. There's just so many. There's so many. Although, you know, like I love playing and kind of, you know, uh, practice what you preach. So a lot of the times if there's a new supplement and I'm like, oh, I wonder what this does. I'll like combine it with my other supplements and play around because it's just helpful for my process. But I don't think I've ever gone over like 15 max. But even when I was working with that doctor, I mean, he had me, oh, bags. I would leave his office with bags of supplements. I'm like, this, there has to be a better way. I know, right? Yeah. So what kind of clients do you work with? What, what does that look like? I would say I for sure attract the clients with like the 1000 pieces to their puzzle instead of like the 10 pieces. And I think part of that is because I like a challenge. Like, I'm so sorry to all my clients that you're not feeling well, but I promise we will get you rebalanced. And I like kind of am excited. Like when there's a thousand pieces, cause I know we can figure it out. I am so confident that if you're consistent and you're persistent, then I will be as well. So I tend to see like one person where they have mold, mass activation, Lime, trauma, you know, environmental toxins. And they're just like, I don't even know where to start. And I'm like, step one, we're going to start at foundations. And a lot of people usually don't like to hear that, but I'm like, we got to set the foundations and we got to peel back these layers or else you're just going to be jumping around and nothing will ever get addressed. So I would say, like, I don't like, there's not really many clients I turn away, but for myself, I tend to attract the people with a thousand pieces puzzle pieces, probably also because I had a thousand puzzle pieces as well. Completely. And something you touched on with the consistency and persistency, like that's a lot for a lot of people. What's the trick? (laughs) Right. I think like, and that's the thing is I think a lot of people, even if they're doing holistic protocols and root cause protocols, they do get frustrated because they're like, but these symptoms and I'm like, but we're not throwing these supplements at those symptoms. You have to get through step A, B, and C before you get to step D, which will more than likely rebalance that those mast cells, what they're reacting to, because we can't go pulling out the metals that you have until we address parasites or else we're just going in a big circle and then the metals never even get addressed. And then you still have this mast cell activation going on. I'm so happy that you brought up order of operations because let me tell you, I was doing it all wrong (laughs) for myself personally until I discovered like a proper order of operations from parasites 
to mold and metals to chemicals, then viruses, like there's a specific flow of, of operations that need to occur. And a lot of the clients that I get are people that already know that they're having some of these issues. Well, it's kind of 50, 50. Sometimes people just come to me and they're like, I don't know what's wrong with me. It's just all wrong. Help me figure it out. And then I get the clients who are like, yeah, I've been on a Lyme protocol for three years and I'm not getting any better. And I'm like, yeah, it's because you have parasites. So, so like that order of operations is so important. Would you agree? Absolutely. Like, I feel like that is like one of the most important things. And the longer I work with clients and I look back at the mistakes I made with myself is like the most boring part of your protocol because we all want a parasite cleanse. We want to see the worms. We want to like detox these metals is the foundations. Like if your drainage and your stress and your diet is not under control, it doesn't matter how many supplements you take or how many parasites you kill. Like you have to lay the foundations. And I feel like that is like one of the most important parts but it's the most boring, right? <laughs> Which is crazy because, okay, so when we got back from the Bahamas, 1 billion percent, I came back with a parasite. I know exactly when I got it. I felt it. And I was like, oh, darn it. And it, it's because I'm still not through my mold stuff. And while you have mold stuff, and we won't even get into this, but I'll just kind of hint at it. When you're dealing with mold stuff, you can still get parasite stuff because your body's just not your immune system is not balanced enough. And so we came back with a parasite and I was so excited to go back to foundations. I was like, okay, going to open up these drainage pathways. And it's, it's so cool to see how quickly and how deep the body can get as you get more and more accustomed to it. Like instantly, if I get a zit, I'm like, Oh, I haven't been supporting my liver enough. So I'll do we're going to bring it up and a coffee enema. And like within a day, I'm like, wow, my skin's so much better. Yes. So although we're like, nah, foundations, man, nah, opening up drainage, so boring. It's really like, oh, it's the best. It's the best. It's my favorite. Seriously. And like, I, I try to stress that to people and I'm kind of, I, it was supposed to be out already, but life happened and we're moving, but I'm working on creating like an ebook guide on literal all it is is like probably going to be like 50 pages about foundations, about like being hydrated, making sure your vagal tone is proper because if you start to kill stuff with an improper vagal tone, that might create other problems. Drainage, minerals, stress management, trauma healing, because the, those are like some of the hardest and some of the most important, and it will make your journey easier on your other steps when you parasite cleanse and when you go after mold and metals and when you go after Lyme and co-infections. Yes, completely. It will be completely, completely. And so we touched a little bit on diet. I know that you, because this is the keto diet podcast, I definitely want to bring in diet to this and just like when keto is good, when it's not so good, bringing in the drainage pathways and everything. What was your personal experience and, and being honest, it's okay. Um, telling us kind of when you think keto is not so good versus when it's good. Yeah, for sure. So I have my own personal experience with keto, which I definitely talked to Leanne about before when I found out she had the keto diet podcast, but I also had her keto book. So I bought her keto book in this period of my life. I had a personal trainer that recommended it. And 
I I loved it. I think it it can be like a super great therapeutic diet, but I would say for like a lot of people what I've experienced is like super super long term being full on in ketosis can be damaging to some people. So like the other thing that I find with it is some of it can be like the mental part of it where people are like so concerned, like, Oh my gosh, I went over my carbs. I ruined my day. Now I'm not in ketosis. What am I going to, what am I going to do? And I know that that's what can happen. Cause that's what I did. I was telling Leanne, like when I did keto, like I did it for six months straight. I'm not talking like, Oh, I had a pizza or I had this, like there was not one day where I didn't measure every single piece of food that went into my mouth and that I didn't track on my fitness pal to send to my trainer. And I lost so much weight and I felt so good. And probably a lot of it is because the keto diet is like a good diet for people if they're dealing with mold. So it probably made me feel super great for that reason. But then I'm like, okay, like, this is not sustainable for me anymore. Like I can't even eat rice or potatoes. Really. I did a little bit, but nothing too crazy. And I'm like, I think I just want to like lighten it up a little bit and also enjoy myself. Cause in my personal opinion, I do think it's super important, even though all these toxins that we do enjoy ourselves. And that if we want to go out to eat and have a burger and fries that are deep fried and whatever, like I think, for people's mental stability. I think it's not a bad thing and also depends on what you're dealing with and where you're at in your life. But in my opinion, that's what I believe. So I'm like, I really want to be able to have a donut because I love donuts. I don't consume them regularly, but they are one of my favorites. So six months on just strict keto, I eat a half a donut at work when I worked in a corporate job in sales that someone brought in. I was like, I'll just have a half of one. And it made me literally so sick. I thought someone was going to have to bring me to the hospital. Wow. Wow. So <laughs> like, it was great. Like I lost weight. My skin looked great, but it wasn't sustainable for me like long-term. And some of it's probably because we live in America where it's corn, gluten, bad oils, and potatoes for every meal. Completely. And I'm glad you brought up the mold diet piece. Um, I have a mold mentor. <laughs> I love that name. I have a couple of mentors who are doctors and brilliant humans that have just taken me under their wing and taught me everything they know. And I'm so, so, so thankful for them. And if they're listening, they know who they are. But one of them told me that the keto diet is a mold diet, like a mold friendly diet. And when somebody is like super in mold and they need assistance with that, like the keto diet does such a good job with it. Um, and that's probably why myself also, I did so well because I was still living in mold at that time. And keto was the only thing that helped me feel better until it didn't. And that's where the fat fuel living came in and timing carbohydrates. And to the point now, as I'm like get deeper and deeper into detoxification work and at certain periods, I'm not keto for the last couple of weeks. I have been just because I'm getting deeper into mold and it's just a natural progression. But I think what a lot of people like, just like supplements, there's a time and place for those supplements 
okay, we're not chasing symptoms like what we talked about with a certain supplement. Like you have a headache, here's a supplement. That's not what we're trying to do here. Same with the diet. Sometimes there are times to do more of an AIP thing and then there's times to do more of a low oxalate thing and then there's times to do more of a keto thing. I think that bending and flexing with what your goals are and what you're trying to address is, is really important and I'm happy that you touched on that. You know a lot about trauma and physical health. <laughs> like every time we talk, you say things and I'm like, wow, Rain is so smart. That is just so great. Can we touch a little bit on understanding and not pushing away the traumas of our past or ongoing traumas that are happening as not being a root cause? Like a lot of people are like, blah, 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 emotional stuff. I'll deal with it later. But what are your thoughts on trauma and physical health? Yeah, so I love this. This is this is one that I'm can talk to talk about on this podcast. Uh, another podcast I was on, it was just about mold, and I was like, I don't feel like this host is one that is gonna be like <laughs> down with it. I'm like, I think some of the reason I got so sick was from mold was because I had such so much trauma around it as well. So I think a lot of people discredit or miss or their body protects them from like realizing that either trauma they're going through or trauma they went through is connected to their physical illness. And when we look in ancient Chinese medicine in our different meridians and our different organs, they have a lot of knowledge about what organs are connected to what emotions. So I have a really old, old, old series on my Instagram of my drainage pathway series of explaining the drainage pathways, what I like to use for them. Something I incorporated in mine that I hadn't seen a lot of people do. I don't think I had seen anybody actually do. Maybe I, there's probably someone out there, but I didn't see anyone that I was following do it is incorporate what emotions could be affecting that drainage pathway and keeping it closed. So like the main one, I'm sure a lot of people know this is the liver holds anger. And when we think about that, and I just think about like root cause and what, what other pathogens and stuff affect the liver. One of the pathogens that can really attack the liver is Bartonella, which is a co-infection of Lyme. Well, funny enough, Bartonella has like rage episodes as like a symptom and anger. And what are the odds that it's attacking the liver? And then you're getting that anger. So that's just with the pathogen piece. But when we have trauma, our body holds trauma and it remembers it. So I'm talking about like an actual traumatic event versus like a pathogen creating these emotions. So that can be anything and really anything. I don't want to like trigger anybody, but like if you've had a bigger trauma, like a car accident or like the passing of a loved one, um, maybe you didn't have a good childhood. You didn't have a good relationship with mom and dad or maybe you had great parents, but they were too, you know, busy with their life that, I mean, technically you kind of got neglected. So one thing is I think that people don't understand is that all of us have trauma. It just anything and everything can be traumatic. It just depends on how your body and your brain perceives it. And some people might have so much that their body and their brain protects them by not letting them remember it, which is kind of what happened to me is I don't have any like car accident. And I do, I have had like loved ones pass away in the past, 
But a lot of mine were just little itty bitty traumas to where it adds up and I don't remember it, but my body does and it will turn into physical symptoms. Like the one thing that it still blows my mind, even though I've known this for probably maybe a year now, but every time I work with a client, every time I just think about it. And then like when my Lyme symptoms started is the Lyme bacteria vibrates on the same frequency of the feeling of abandonment. So I find when I work with clients and I ask them, like one of my questions on my intake is when did your symptoms start and what was going on in your life at that time? I have yet to have somebody tell me that I see has resonating Lyme symptoms that cannot pinpoint when their Lyme start or like when their symptoms started. And it's always around the traumatic event, dad passing, maybe a really bad breakup, anything with that kind of abandonment. It could even be like, you know, a loss of their dream job because that could feel like abandonment as well. Or like people's self-abandonment where they could get into a downward spiral of many different things or self-abuse where that is self-abandonment. So I think that that is like one of the key pieces when people are like, I can't get better or I've done everything for Lyme and I still can't get better. And it's like, well, you didn't address the trauma and you might not realize it's there, but your body remembers. And that's those negative feelings and emotions are stuck inside and they're attracting those pathogens for cleanup. Girl, so good. So good. I really hope you're enjoying today's episode. I'd love to see where you're listening from. You can snap a pic and tag me at Leanne Vogel or leave a review for the show on your favorite podcast player. It helps me out tremendously. Okay, back to the good stuff. It's so good. And it's so good to understand this. It's oh. Yes. Thank you. Okay. The last question I want to ask you, and this is really exciting because we talked about this before and I'm so excited for you to share this story. Think of like a client progression case. And I say progression because we need to understand just like my, oops, I got a new parasite story. This is an ongoing journey. And I really do believe that there's no, it can be challenging when we say, tell me about the person that you totally fixed. And now that life is so perfect and everything is hunky dory. That's not that's not possible. And so it's really important to set realistic expectations. And so I would love for you to tell me about a client progression story and like a major win that helped them. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love this question. So this is one like I am super, I am super geeked about to this day still. So there was like, there was a girl and we were, we knew each other through like a mutual friend and crazy enough like we live in the same city. Like what is the chances of that? And we were friends on Instagram and I saw her like posts about POTS and autoimmune disease. And obviously I never like said anything, but as I started to get more into like the holistic space and posting my practitioner stuff, she followed my page and she had, we were chatting back and forth and she's like, you know, she's like, I have POTS and I've, I've spent like, I think she said anywhere from 50, Ten to fifteen thousand dollars, and she's been sick for a sick for a while, but super sick since like 2017, 2018. I believe it was 2017. 
was the year it was really, it started to get really bad. So, so she's telling me, we're just talking. She's not my client. She's just a friend talking on Instagram and she's telling me, and I was like, okay, well, I was like, you need, you should check out Cellcore. Like their binders are super awesome because I was wondering why she had went through all this and yet she was never tested for Lyme and she was seeing all these doctors and specialists and I'm like but no one has ever brought up Lyme to you and you're like describing classic symptoms like I I can't even believe that I feel like you, they did you wrong and she was she was like okay I'll check out their binders or whatever so we I don't even know when but Time goes by and then we're talking again in Instagram DMs, like just chatting. And she's like telling me more and more. And I was like, I really think that based on what you're describing to me, that you should go to the dentist and get your root canal checked out um, that you have and see if it's infected because I would be surprised if it wasn't infected. And she was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like she just kind of brushed it off. I know that she like heard me as in like she heard what I was saying, but I don't think she was ready. So that was in October of 2021. And then fast forward to literally two months ago, I think it was about two, maybe three months ago. She messaged me randomly and she was like, so I went and got that root canal checked out finally, like you said, and there was an abscess and it smelled and they were in shock like the dentist was because I don't even think she went to a holistic dentist. And I was like, girl, I think that's what's connected to why you have POTS. And then she goes, oh my gosh. She's like, I got the root canal in 2017. And like, I think it was like four months later, I got diagnosed with POTS. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, exactly. And I was like, see girl. And then She's, they suggested that she just gets it cleaned out. So she got it cleaned out. And I was like, honestly, I'm not here to tell you what to do. I would personally really look into other options than just getting it cleaned out and keeping it. So she got it cleaned out. She felt super well. Her heart rate, her heart rate improved and she was able to do like yoga and hot yoga without having her heart rate like go crazy and without her circulation or getting dizzy I think it's the symptoms that she had if I remember correctly and then like she sent me pictures of her face and I was like girl you're like dark circles are gone wow and I'm like I think that you should really look into other options and not having that in your mouth and probably like I don't know maybe it was like two weeks later she was like, it hurts again. And I was like, go back there, go back. So she went back and they were really reluctant to even see her. And I was like, honestly, if you don't feel like if something is right, I don't even care what I'm telling you or what they're telling you. If you don't feel like something is right, you need to be persistent and tell them they need to check it out. You're paying them and it is your body. And if you feel like something is wrong, they need to listen. And I'm like, I don't know what other way to say that to them. Like, you feel like something's wrong. So she went back and it was infected again. And they cleaned it out with an incision this time. They reassured her. And even now she's like, okay. She talked to like her mom and her grandma. And she's like, okay, I think that I want to get it out. But obviously that's a process. It's a process to get the tooth pulled and get an implant. But she's like, I think that's going to be my end goal. And I can see why people do that now. But 
even now she's super still improved. I don't think at this moment that root canal is still causing problems as there's no current infection. We don't think or minimal compared to what it was. And she went to her cardiologist and her cardiologist was in absolute awe and shock that her heart rate improved. And she told him <laughs> what she did. And he is going to have his other patients look at their root canals for their pots. <laughs> Go rain. Whoop, whoop, whoop. That is awesome. That is so awesome. Yeah. Those little zombie tooths. That's what we call them. Those root canals. It's literally leaving a dead thing in your body. So yeah, that's a big, that's a big, 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 big one. Yeah. I would say like oral health is one of the biggest issues and the biggest issues. If I could go back and I liked teeth, I would totally be a dentist, but mouths don't do it for me but <laughs> at all, like at all. But just everything that happens in the note, like sinuses and your throat and all oh, your, oh, just your teeth and the gums. Like there's so much there. There's so much there. Congratulations. That's awesome. I'm so, so, so glad that you could be there to walk her through that and just like, be that little nudge. Cause that's really all it takes is like that consistent. Have you thought about this? What about this? Still this? What do you think about that? And you did such a graceful job with that. Oh my goodness. We could talk for like a million years. Thank you so much for coming on. Where can people find more from you? Thanks Leanne. I'm so happy to be on the keto diet podcast. That's so exciting. Um, so I'm pretty active on Instagram. I have this really fun Instagram name at balancing.flamingo. <laughs> so all of my information is on there. There's a lot of my product links that I love. Um, and I have my website linked on there as well, but that's really where I'm most active. So when you said you had the most fun Instagram name, the internet literally blocked it. Can you say it again? <laughs> oh yeah. Balancing.flamingo. That's great. As soon as you were like, I have this, the most fun name, it just like blanked out and everyone was like, what is it? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And we'll also have links in the show notes for that. In addition to booking a consult with rain and, Oh, thank you so much for coming on and just sharing. You're, you're such a happy person and it's just so great. And I'm so thankful to have you in my life. And it's so great that you could come on the show and chat with us about all this stuff that we're both really passionate about and helping people day by day with this. So thank you again for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's such an honor. I'm so excited to work with you to be on this podcast. Like I think about it. I'm like, I had her book on my shelf for like six years. What is happening? And now here we are. That's so great. That was such a blast, right? I hope you really enjoyed hanging out with us over the last hour. That's really my intention with all these episodes is imagine we're all just holding our coffees and hanging out and having a good time. So I hope you had a good time with us and definitely check out the show notes of today's episode. You can click around on this app or in YouTube or wherever you are to find the links. Otherwise go to ketodietpodcast.com and look for episode 391 on that page for all the links and resources and things. We will see you next Tuesday for another episode of the Keto Diet Podcast. Bye! Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. Music for the Keto Diet Podcast provided by Yechi. Follow Jacob on Instagram at Yechi underscore official and on Spotify as Yechi. That's Y-E-C-H-I. 
The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.